0: This is part one of your T20 World Cup preview. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 159. I'm Ed Hawkins. The T20 World Cup starts here. This is part one of our bumper preview. Special for the tournament, which gets underway on Sunday, October the 16th. Just the 45 matches to bet on and a plethora of markets to decipher.
1: Calm down, Hawkins. You sound like you're about to explode. Just breathe. Breathe, man. Yes, it is the T20 World Cup. We only had one last year, so chill your boots. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti of Betting.betfair is here. He's calm. Come on, Paul. Tell me you're calm.
2: I'm as calm and as chilled as ever, Sam.
1: What could there be going on in the world to make you anything but calm? Paul Krishnamurti, um, Richard, Mann of sportinglife.com. Do you also bring a Zen-like state to this evening's proceedings? Hi,
3: Sam. I'm calm too.
1: (laughs) That is that is that is very calm. That sounds very calm, very convincingly calm, Richard man. Um we'll begin. Hawkins, what's on the show?
0: Yeah, this is a first round special. Two groups of four. The winners go through to the Super Twelve. We analyse the teams in those groups, find the upsets and the best top bat and bowler picks too
1: lovely stuff much better hawkins thank you um your turn to get excited now though uh at the other end of this this broadcast the uh you the listeners that is because drumroll uh the big news is that cricket only better will be in your ears not once but twice a week starting from october the 18th until the thing is over until the thing is won you lucky people. Now let's crack on. Keep ears peeled for a treble klaxon. So close last week. And the best bets. We start with the World T20 outright on bet for exchange Deep breath for me as I prepare to unravel some names and some numbers, possibly even at the same time, uh, Australia are the favourites at 3.89, England are 4.8, India are 4.9, South Africa are 9.4, Pakistan 10.5, New Zealand 13.5. Those teams are not in the first round. They go straight to the Super 12. Then we've got Sri Lanka, who we're going to analyse in a bit at 25 to 1. West Indies, likewise, uh, we're going to analyse them in a bit. They're 47 to 1. Big numbers now. Afghanistan at 85, Bangladesh 350 and Ireland bar the rest from 5.30. Hawkins, please remind us how this tournament works.
0: Yes, we've got the first round. Don't call it qualifiers, I've been told. Stuart Conroy, Betfair Sportsbook. Cricket Odds compiler has admonished me for that. It's the first round, and Group A is made up of Sri Lanka, Namibia, the United Arab Emirates, and the Netherlands. Two go through. Group B, West Indies, Scotland, Zimbabwe, Ireland. Two go through. And then we've got the Super 12s. Group one, Afghanistan, Australia, England, New Zealand. Sri Lanka, if they win the group, they go into that one. And then uh, possible qualifiers, Zimbabwe, Ireland or Scotland. Group two, Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, South Africa, West Indies, if they win their group or uh, vice versa. Netherlands, Namibia or UAE. Now the top two from those groups go through into the semifinals.
1: Lovely stuff. Now, Hawkins, it says in the script, now is time for you to drop a stats bomb. Yes.
0: Yeah, so well, how do we make sense of teams like UAE, Netherlands, Namibia, Scotland even? Well, we have a look oh. at their strike rate and bowling economy over the last 12 months, and we try and get an idea of their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, so we've done that for you. And then we try and find some, uh, well, some common ground, I think, for those teams, which which teams are performing reasonably well in each of those facets and UAE are top on strike rate and number four on bowling economy but they do come with a warning and we'll discuss them a bit later. Ireland second and fifth on this ranking. West Indies third and seventh. Zimbabwe fourth and second that is batting and bowling. Sri Lanka fifth and sixth. Netherlands sixth and first. Namibia seventh and third. Scotland bottom strike rate bottom bowling economy.
1: Richard Mann, uh, warm-ups are underway in Australia. Anything you've spotted, anything you want to get off your chest, please, the floor is now yours.
3: Well, I do think this next week will be really interesting, something for people to to keep an eye on. I, I have the suspicion that the pictures in Australia will definitely be better for batting for big runs than what we saw in the UAE last year. And I think we got a sight of that actually at Perth on Sunday when England and Australia played out a high-scoring game. Now, specifically for England, I'm really interested in this. I think the bowling attack's poor. Even with even if Markwood stays fully fit, I think they're going to keep leaking runs, particularly at the death. But their batting, even though Johnny Birstow's out, looks strong again, Alex Hill, or Harry Brook. Uh, they look like they're going to make big runs, and that's the only way they're going to win. England's first game back at Perth against Afghanistan, who we know give it a smack as well. I think that could be a high-scoring one. And I think wherever and whenever England play, I think big runs are going to be the order of the day.
1: Okay, Paul Krishnamurti, I'm going to offer you the same question.
2: Well, first of all, I I agree with what uh, Rich says about England. And I'm particularly pro-Alex Hales, who I've always thought was a better player than his um, international appearances uh, suggested. And I think 50 to one player of the tournament is an interesting punt for him. Uh, I could see him having a really good tournament on these pitches. Otherwise, um, rare moment for me to be negative on New Zealand, but I just don't think they are the same force they were a year ago. And now Daryl Mitchell's out the tournament, who was very important in the last World Cup for them. They're a negative. And otherwise, um, again, in the the warm-ups, my general low opinion of the West Indies and Bangladesh is being um reinforced so no surprises there
1: okay thank you very much let's get on with the show group a analysis is coming up now As promised, let's kick off with Group A. These are the Betfair Sportsbook odds to win the group and to say we're looking for an upset is an understatement. Right. Sri Lanka are 1-10, to Namibia 10s, UAE 15s, Netherlands 17s. So let's look at these sides in more depth and go over to our friend Hawkins. What have you got?
0: Thanks, Collins. Yes, stats-wise, as we just mentioned in that previous part, UAE perhaps underrated, highest strike rate, from both groups, with the bat, fourth on economy from both groups, but big but, capital letters, but uh, their opposition in that 12 month period is lots of Germany, Bahrain, uh, they did run Bangladesh close in two games in September, but uh, uh, try to don't get don't get carried away with those stats. Sri Lanka number's are a bit disappointing, middling with bat and ball from uh, this group, but they are Asia Cup winners. Uh, they did beat the toss bias in the Asia cup and they do give it a whack as well Sri Lanka's a bit disappointing those numbers uh, with their strike rate, but um they might be on the up. They're trying to give it a, a hit. Netherland, the night tightest bowling unit in the first round as Richard Mann said, this is going to be a heavy run scoring tournament. Could the tight bowling unit make all the difference?
1: Okay. Richard Mann, um, Is it a question, should people just be focusing on who is the most likely to beat Sri Lanka here? Um, And if so, who is that for your money?
3: I'm not convinced, actually. I I could see someone easily beating Sri Lanka and and then slipping up somewhere else. I I think this could be closer than than what the odds suggest. Look, Sri Lanka, clearly the class side, but I don't think it's done and dusted. Um, The best of the rest, I'd go with the Netherlands, actually, um, over Namibia. I think the Netherlands got some decent batting in there. Tom Cooper's really interesting. You remember him from the big bash, had a really good first class career in Australia, knows these conditions really well, comes into it in great form as well. So I think the Netherlands batting, and and Ed's given tipped his hat to the bowling two. Out. I think they've got a sneaky chance here.
1: Okay. Um, thank you very much. Paul Krishnamurti, surely though, a major surprise if Sri Lanka don't qualify. Um, do you think if they do in the super twelves they could cause an upset? Uh, obviously they'd be in with Afghanistan, Australia, England and New Zealand if they do win the group and one other. Eighteens to win the whole thing with Betfair Sportsbook seems maybe a bit mean.
2: Yeah, I mean, that outright price doesn't interest me for those reasons. But I'm not negative on Sri Lanka at all. In fact, I think that just that draw that you just mentioned is a reason to swerve all of those teams on the outright. And I say that as something who's very positive about Australia for this but i can just see lots of drama in super 12s there i'm very confident with the Witness group i think they're a class apart and looking at their record in australia it's good i mean they have historically done well here they weren't disgraced early this year against australia there at all they've just won the asia cup um they've got okay they're not they're not a tier one side so to speak but they do have aggression with the bat they have good openers um and they've got Hasaranga as a class, Spinner. I, I think they can be competitive. I wouldn't rule them out. As for the other teams, um, Namibia surprised us in the World Cup, did pretty well. I think they're. I would strongly fancy them to be the other qualifier. I mean, UAE are an unknown quantity, really. I've not got a lot to offer on them. They haven't played teams at this level enough to think about. But the Netherlands, to me, I don't think they're up to it at all. I thought they were really... Um, exposed in the last world cup and i don't i think i would quite strongly face in the media to beat them
1: uh richard Mann, how will you be approaching matches in this group do you think um potentially more competitive than the super 12s well
3: i, I definitely think it'd be competitive between the, the three bottom sides in the betting uh should we say I, I think there should be some close matches and that usually lends itself to good trading opportunities just just on the win market Um, And the other one I've just mentioned, Tom Cooper, top Netherlands batsman. I think I'll be with him throughout, mainly because of his experience of Australia. And his last five international innings, what, 26, 65, 66, 62 and 18. He's clearly in form. Uh, He'll do for me on a match-by-match basis for the Netherlands.
1: Okay, Um, Paul Krishnamurti, any innings, runs advice? What are you expecting totals-wise, higher, lower?
2: I agree with Rich that there we'll see more runs in this. We'll see the ball coming onto the bat and could get some very big totals. Waiting to see exactly what Geelong is like, but Bel Reeve is a great ground for runs that we know in from uh, the big bash. Uh, just also to endorse what Rich was saying about Tom Cooper. I look to him as a good player to follow. Also for the Netherlands, I think we're looking at the strike rate. Logan Van Beek could be a better top bowler in most games. And of course. Our old favourite is playing for um, Namibia, David Visa. Generally, really reliable top batsman at this level.
1: Okay. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, Your two to qualify, please Richard Mann, Paul Krishnamurti, and then Edward Hawkins.
3: Yeah, I will go with Sri Lanka and Netherlands. Sri
2: Lanka and Namibia.
0: Sri Lanka, Netherlands. Uh, Netherlands got a decent clutch of batters. Scotty Edwards, look out for him from top run scorer markets. Should be a good price around about sort of 11 to 2, by the way. There you go.
1: Lovely stuff. Jot those down. Best bets still to come. Treble klaxon yet to sound. Just time to say betting.betfair is, of course, as always, chock full of previews and free bet offers. Terms and conditions apply over 18s only. And please do visit Group B is next. Group B betting now. Get ready for more names and possibly more numbers. The winner of this section joins Bangladesh, India, Pakistan and South Africa. Bet sportsbook odds on who that team will be. Currently, West Indies 1 to 9, 9 uh, West Indies 1 to 9, Scotland 9 to 1, Zimbabwe 14s, Ireland 14s, Edward Hawkins as always as he does so uniquely reckons he's found some value.
0: (laughs) Yeah, until it doesn't win. Uh, Yeah, I quite like Zimbabwe. Very interesting to see what Richard and Paul think. They beat Bangladesh 2-1 in the summer. they won 9 of the last 16, which is the second-best win-loss ratio in the first-round teams. That is the kind of level we're dealing with. Uh, Puts it into perspective. That's not a great record. Uh, Fourth and second on batting and bowling overall on our ranking Uh, But in this group, they're second and first on those metrics. Uh, Scotland, who who are the second favourites, are bottom on both uh, ratings. I think the uh, second favourite should be the other way around, basically. Uh, Possibly uh, could be wide open. Ireland have some serious batters in Sterling, Tector and Balburnie, but Zimbabwe uh, should be shorter for my money.
1: Richard Mann, we think we know Ireland quite well, but is there a danger we know them too well? That because some of these guys are, are household names, well, at least if you you know, in the cricket betting fraternity household names, um, that they might be a little bit overrated.
3: I think probably a year ago or so, I think they definitely were overrated. Look, Ireland did really well, didn't they, when they first came on the scene. Obviously, that famous win over England in the 50 over World Cup in India. And then things dropped off. But I think in the last year or so, the batting in particular, Ed's mentioned it there, has come back strong. They've really grown in, in that department. But what I will say is I've lost three series this summer. India, South Africa, and New Zealand all beat them kind of convincingly. And that probably tells us where, where they are. But then they beat Afghanistan and they have come into this tournament with confidence on the back of that. The batting's good and they've got two good paces in Josh Little and Mark Adair. But even still, whether they're good enough to to get out of this group, I'm not too sure.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Uh, Paul, Krishnamurti, uh, Paul Krishnamurti, what's the value here? Please save your rants about the West Indies because a question is coming up on them in the near future without giving too much away.
2: Okay, so you have preempted that. <laughs> But um, look, I agree with it. Zimbabwe definitely are value at that price. I would definitely have Scotland as the outsiders of four. I think both Ireland and Zimbabwe are cracking value at 14 to one. Um, but in Zimbabwe's case, I mean, let's look at their year. You know, they've beaten Bangladesh. They won a game against Australia. And against India, sure, they lost to India, but they actually didn't disgrace themselves. They got a lot of runs. And they back very deep. They really back down to like 10. I mean, Victor Noachie at 10 the top scored. You've got people like Ryan Burl coming in at seven, and Lou Younger, they, he can back. And then at the top, order, you've got um, Craig Irving, um, Regis Ch- Chik- Chikavva, and the brilliant Sikander who's been a revelation this year. I think they could definitely get out of this group and they could well win it.
1: Now you get your your chance, your moment in the sun, Paul Krishnamurti. Well, after Richard Mann, of course. Um, West Indies are trailblazers in this format. They're now, or well, they have been, they're now down among the waves and strays. They're twenty fives to win the tournament. Are they the team to shock us, Richard Mann? You first, and
3: then they probably, probably are, but not in the way you think. I I agree with Paul here. They they could easily have have a banana skin here and egg on the face. I suspect they'll probably sneak through, but I could see them losing a, a match here, definitely. I, I agree with Ed and Paul. I think I think Zimbabwe should not only be second favourites, I think they should be a good deal shorter and closer to the West Indies. Zimbabwe had a cracking year, and the West Indies, this squad is decimated. It really is. I mean, Shimon Hetmai is not going to be there now because he missed a plane out here. I mean, that's a sort of mess they're in. Um, they've looked poor so far in the one the cricket that they've played. We know they've got some class players. We know they're dangerous on the day, but I wouldn't be
2: touching them at short odds never.
1: OK, thank you very much. Uh, Paul Krishnamurti.
2: Well, you know what I'm going to say. I've just got no faith in this side whatsoever. And we'll remember, of course, that earlier in the year, they lost over 50 overs at home to Ireland in a series. Uh, they laboured against the UAE today. We'll see how good the UAE are, but that doesn't bode well. Um, I don't think they have got the bowlers to contain anybody on these pitches um, you know there's going to be plenty of runs at Hobart I can see them seeing big runs and you know talking about Zimbabwe back all the way down I can see them being great value in that match um, when I mean obviously they have capable players right it is possible that they walk through this group but I just don't see them threatening the, um, the big sides in the Super 12 if, assuming they get there
1: Okay. Um, well, this seems like an appropriate time to ask you both for your top two in this group then, please. Richard Mann, Paul Krishnamurti, and then, if you're good, Hawkins.
3: Yeah, yeah, just in order as well. I'll go Zimbabwe and
2: West Indies. Late to Zimbabwe, West Indies.
0: Uh, West Indies um, to finish second to Zimbabwe, and you can lay West Indies to win the group at 1.21 on Betfair Exchange.
1: Zimbabwe first, then is that a consensus we have essentially?
0: I think it is uh, definitely a consensus. Yeah, uh, oh, and as I said, I think consensus. you know, um, worrying about whether it's going to be Ireland or Zimbabwe who are going to pip uh, West Indies, or and we may have got Scotland completely wrong. You can take all the worry out, out of that by just laying West Indies at one point two one, which is which is fives on. Sorry, I was just
1: very, was just yeah, very think, excited. We had a cob census.
2: I think we should keep Ireland on board as well. Ireland could well come out of it. Right?
1: Okay, okay, right. Lovely stuff. A gander at the tops markets for some of these teams coming next, and a wibble on the top tournament bat and bowler. Oh my goodness, for a second I forgot I had to press this. You're right, it is the treble clax. And today it's Richard Mann.
3: My treble. Misanka, top Shanka batsman at 11 to 4. Carl Myers, top West Indies batsman, the best of a bad bunch at 3 to 1. And then Josh Little. Really good striker
1: top Ireland bowler at nine to four. FF Sportsbook have been busy pricing up top team bats and bowlers for West Indies, Sri Lanka, and Ireland. Let's do the bats and the bowlers first for West Indies, straight over to Hawkins.
0: Well, a bit of a flyer this one. Evan Lewis at seven to one. Top West Indies run scorer uh, in the tournament. He did open against UAE in the warm up. Uh, I think it's between him and Johnson Charles alongside Carl Mayers. I think Brandon King's going to bat at three. Jason Holder at five, so top West Indies bowler, joint top wicket taker in the last 12 months with Akil Hussain, but he will bowl at the t- death. Well, he should do, uh, Jason Holder. Obed McCoy might also bowl at. The death. Well, he should do. Basically, you don't want Sheldon Cottrell bowling at the death. He is also 5-1, to one, so I'd probably go with the holder just because of those wickets record over the last 12 months.
1: OK, Richard Mann, Paul Krishnamurti. Anyone standing out for you, either with bat or ball, before we move on? Paul Krishnamurti, you first.
2: I'm going for Raquel Hussain, top bowler, 5-1. to one. Um, He has that record, as just suggested, but also... You know he's very effective against these associate sides, so I think that will be the value. And I think he probably will be more effective against the the uh, better sides as well.
1: Okay, Richard Mann.
2: Yeah, I'm a Carl Mayers fan. I think he's a ter- terrific player.
3: And uh, Eds made the case for Evan Lewis there, but I just thought with was disappointing in the World Cup last year. And I and I and I think Carl Mayers is the one. I'm so excited. I've just dropped my pen there, so apologies if anyone heard that.
1: Okay, moving on to Sri Lanka, top bat and bowlers. I'm going to do a bit of a Hawkins impression here. Nisanka, 11-4 to favourite for the bat with Betfair Sportsbook almost certain to open. Hasaranga, Top bowler in the entire tournament last time is 5-6. to six. That feels very short, Hawkins. Yeah, wicket me. every
0: 12 balls for Hasaranga on strike rate, and it's way better than anybody else. Uh, you may prefer betting him for individual matches. 5-6 to six is very short. But for me, Paksa is your best bet out of this lot. 11-2 to two top Sri Lanka. Run score, a great strike rate. Averages four more than Nisanka last 12 months and a much bigger price.
1: Okay. Um, Richard Mann and then Paul Krishnamurti.
0: I'm against
3: the hawk again, I'm afraid. I looked at this initially and I thought Das and Shaneka is usually a favourite of ours for top Sri Lanka batsmen and Radley But I think kicking off against these associate sides, there's going to be a great opportunity for the openers in in the stronger sides. And Nisaneka, you know, in a couple of these games, he could bat 15 overs and Radley might only get 10 balls to bat, for instance. I just think it gives Nis- uh, the openers, and in this case Nisanka, a massive advantage. I think you have to bet him at 11 to 4. There's nothing between them in the Asia Cup um, anywhere, and I just think he's, he's got a real advantage
2: there.
1: Paul Krishnamurti.
2: Well, I agree with Rich. Uh, I would look at the openers, Nisanka or Kassel Mendes. Uh, I'm not that, but I have got a great preference between them. Just a question. Do we not think that Cherif Asalanka will play because he was he was their top batsman in last year's World Cup and he would be coming in at three, I believe. So and he's nine to one is so that would that yeah. is quite an interesting
0: point. Yeah, I think you're about three. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah
2: that's not a bad price in nine to one for top six. But I mean, I think we've got to distinguish with nearly all these sides between playing across the tournament in which the openers are definitely going to have an advantage, and in particular games, because in in individual games, I will still be Less not in that first round against the um, associate sides, but in, the, in assuming they qualify in the Super Twelves, I would be a Das and Shanaka and uh, Banuka Rajapaksa man.
3: a prices. That's exactly what I was going to jump back in with. We've seen it time and time again with Shanaka against good sides, good pace attack. Have got into Sri Lanka earlier, and Shanaka's bailed them out. But he might not be needed in this first round or qualifying or whatever we're allowed to call it and as a result later in the tournament we get Super 12s his, his price might be a, a lot bigger than it should be because he's he would have hardly impacted at that point so definitely keep an eye out for Shanaka once we get to the Super 12s
1: Okay, lovely stuff. Moving to Ireland. Hawkins, coming straight to you because you spotted a clear rick on the top Ireland batsman.
0: Balberny, 4-1s, top Ireland run scorer uh, across the tournament. He opens the batting. He's third favourite behind Sterling and Tecton. He's got a decent record, a very decent record, in fact, and actually pips Sterling on your individuals, uh, by the way. So keep a note of that one.
1: Okay, Sterling is a seventeen to ten jolly tech to the man coming man rather is seven to two, with the ball and reliably informed Josh Little strike rate is the best over the last twelve months. He's nine to four with the Betfair Sportsbook. Hawkins, anything to add?
0: Uh, yeah, Adair second best uh, on strike rate seven to two. And just a note about Ireland, uh, the Betfair Sportsbook prices are you know they're pretty good normally because uh, Stuart Conroy is the man who does them. He's a massive Ireland fan, so uh, bear that in mind.
1: Okay, uh, finish this off, please, Richard Mann, and then Paul Krishnamurti. If you have anything to add, if not, you can take pass or tell us a story about your childhood.
3: Match by match, George Dockwell, usually around 12 to one fourteen. He's a massive price, usually about six. Very, very solid and reliable. Good for a 30 and a 40. I'll be
2: having a few put on in most games.
1: Paul Krishnamurti. Well, I'm say,
2: yeah, I'm going to say Mark Adeo at 7 to 2 is the value there. Okay, yeah, Josh Little has got a better strike rate in the first last twelve months. He's he's respected over their careers. Um, Adair's is much better. His strike rate's fifteen compared to nineteen point six. So I think seventy two is fair. And match by match, it's the old strategy. Richards called it with George Dockrell, definitely him at those prices. He's always a good value bet for um, top batsmen. So is Adair sometimes at thirty three plus. Simi Singh is another one who has popped up at big prices so that's a generally a good strategy throughout the tournament of Ireland I think
1: OK lovely stuff thank you very much gents um, this is an important bit by the way because these first round matches count on the top overall tournament bat and bowlers markets I repeat all games count in this tournament, which is why Wanindu Hasaranga won top bowler in that last World Cup and why Asalanka, Nisanka and Visa were at numbers five, six and seven on the top run scorer list. I want you, each of you, to that end to pick a bolter for either top bowler or top batsman. We'll come back to these markets next week in our bumper special, but to give us a taster, um, Richard Mann, please.
3: Well, I, I'm looking ahead. I, I I'm going to be with David Milano. I, I think it's a conditions uh, best game, and he, he's fifty to one. So I'll be putting him up next
1: week. Okay. Um. Then Paul Krishnamurti and Edward Hawkins, please. Before we go to best bets.
2: Um. Okay. For top bats, I am um, I like Alex Hayles, but I say player at tournament. I prefer fifty to one player at tournament to twenty five to one. Uh. For top bat. Mendis perhaps at 25 to 1, top back, and also might maybe at hundreds. Um, on the bowler front, um Harris Routh, 40-to-1, Lunginagini 50 to 1. Can I just cut one name in? Not, not for any top batsmen, but I haven't
3: mentioned him earlier. But for Nibia, uh, Lohan Lawrence, 23-year-old batsman, I think he might open, and obviously David Visa and Erasmus would be the two market leaders, but a low-hand low low really talented player, probably going to open. I think he'll be a massive price. Um, and if they play before our next job, uh, don't miss him. Definitely, definitely worth worth a look to see how he's
1: priced up. Hawkins. Uh,
0: yeah, Paul Stoll and my Sikanda Razaline. Yeah, I had him uh, marked down as a potential uh, to follow. Uh, check him out for uh, top pl- a player of the tournament as well. Um, I don't think they've got a... Sp- price yet uh, Betfair Sportsbook uh, who else have I got written down McCoy and Holder on your top wicket takers list at 20 and 33's respectively the bigger price on Holder uh, pinches it and then uh, Little uh, the Irish bowler uh, 100 to 1 for top wicket taker that could be a spot of value
1: okay lovely stuff um, and then we're done best bets time As always, we close the show with our best bets. And when it's best bet time, you know what that means. We've got scores, we've got doors, and we have um, the delightful Edward Hawkins.
0: Richard Mann, at minus 27.55. Paul Christian minus 45.8. Uh, but Paul's on his way back. Uh, nice profits last week. They've both got five units to spend. This is a tough one. Uh, bets might be in short supply. Maybe maximum stakes time. Uh, who's going to go first?
2: Uh, I, mean, I think it's you, you, Paul. Is it? Okay. I'll so. it. <laughs> okay, first bet I will have um, 1.5 points on Akil Hussain to be top West Indies bowler. I'm going to have Five. two points, Patham Nisanka, top Sri Lanka tournament batsman. Okay, I will have one point each on Zimbabwe and Ireland to win Group B at 14 to 1. I'm going to have two points, Kyle Myers, top West Indies batsman at 3 to 1. And I'll have my remaining one point five points on Mark Adair to be top island bowler at seven-two. And so I've got a
3: unit left. I'm gonna have a 0.25 Trixie, if I may, on Patham Nissanka, Carl Myers, and the third leg will be Josh Little, Top Island tournament bowler. A 0.25 unit Trixie.
0: Trixie indeed all prizes with betfair sportsbook don't forget to check out betting.betfair loads of content on there for your cricket betting needs Uh, join us next week for part two of the t20 world cup preview on cricket only better where we tell you who wins the thing see you then